Hi everyone, I'm Greg Lambert, and this is the In Seclusion podcast miniseries. Today's guest thinks that the current environment within the legal industry is the perfect time to rethink the old ways of doing things. The time is right to try new processes as well as experiment in ways that we might normally not try because now we have somewhat of a safety net to try and fail with less judgment. For those with an entrepreneurial mindset, this might be the opportunity you've been waiting for to finally put your ideas into action. All right, Maya, thank you very much for taking a few minutes to talk with me today. Thank you so much. I'm a big fan. It's great to be here. I appreciate it. (laughs) Maya Markovich is the Chief Growth Officer at NextLaw Labs. So can you tell us a little bit about NextLaw's operations and the setup within Denton's and how and if there's been any change in operations over the past couple of months? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, we have offices in Silicon Valley, but we've been a virtual kind of headquarterless team from the very beginning. Um, the Next Law team is global. Um, we've been working across most time zones since our inception, which really, by the way, doesn't get any easier. Yeah. Um, but we're five years old this summer, um, wow. which is very cool and somewhat amazing thing to realize. So, I mean, our operations really haven't had to change much at all as a result. You know, we were built to kind of be nimble and responsive to needs across the Denton's ecosystem, um, like, you know, within Denton's and for its clients. Those needs are obviously only expanding now, but we've got a really good framework in place. Over the past couple of months, I know that you're used to working remotely, but I know that your lawyers and a lot of people <laughs> that you support are not. So what's been some of the challenges and, and maybe even some of the successes that you've had? Yeah, I mean, you know, first and foremost, I think that the human toll from the pandemic has been and is just going to continue to be devastating. One thing I think has been challenging, but I think really well managed um, by Denton's has, you know, as it's the only firm with offices in every pandemic hotspot, it has been this sensitivity to and kind of hewing to sometimes, you know, very significant differences in regulations and mandates across the regions and the people, you know, they're all individuals, right, in the, in the Denton's family. So they're all experiencing this differently. Maintaining work continuity, um, you know, while, while building an even stronger sense of kind of this global comp community across 180 offices has been monumentally complicated. Um, but I have to say it's been, it's been really impressive. I think it's be starting to become really clear how, you know, which, which legal organizations are focusing on coming out of the situation better um, than they were before. You know, we're, and which are really thinking it's sort of more of a temporary shift. Right. And we'll all be back to kind of how it was before soon or, you know, eventually. Uh, I doubt that um, will happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, some firms and legal departments are, you know, shelving or abandoning um, innovation or transformation projects, you know, and others are leaning into them. They've got the focus really more on the long, you know, the, the longer view, the mid and longer term future where our clients are going to just need us more than ever before. So I think, you know, law is never really going to be the same. Mm. Not the old school kind of lawyer is going to be needed, um, but these trusted counselors, you know, who can think creatively and have this deep knowledge of their business and have the EQ to understand their needs. Many of the people that I've talked to over the past couple of months have have mentioned that the work situation has allowed them to leverage some of the processes that they've established over the past decade plus you know, and finally get the attorneys and others within the firm to recognize the value of these processes they've been touting for years. Are you finding that to to be true in your situation? Well, you know, I mean, 
It's an interesting question because the innovation imperative and the drive at Denton's is really strong. We don't really get much in the way of, you know, we want to do it the old way. Mm. You know, of course, lawyers, and I have been one, um, are very busy people, you know, and, and even more so now. I think, you know, and we're all, again, like just people with our own individual realities in this pandemic. So, you know, learning how to use technology is not the day job. Supporting clients is, and it should be, you know, their priority. And so our job at Next Law Labs and the innovation writ large um, efforts at Denton's are really to, to make it as easy as possible for them to get the information that they need and to understand how to implement, experiment, deploy, you know, these types of things that are going to eat these processes, which may, may be in place or may be, you know, new things that we really quickly have to stand up now mm-hmm. um, as a result of kind of the, the broader ranging issues that we're facing. Again, because of the framework that we've got in place, it's gotten um, it's gotten really good traction. Has, has this pandemic been an accelerator for some of the projects that you've been working on? That it you know it's something that may have been a six twelve month project was suddenly a, a six twelve week project. Um, I would say to the extent that uh, these things are, I mean. I, we, we work on very aggressive timelines <laughs> as it is. So, um, you know, because what we try to do is do, you know, start small and scale up in terms of successes and kind of iteratively learning lessons and, and kind of the ripple effect. That being said, we're being as responsive, obviously, as possible to these rapidly shifting client needs. So client, pro- client collaborative projects that we've been working on kind of um, at their pace have in many instances picked up the pace quite a bit. And, and luckily, again, we're able to be responsive to that. And it's a priority. Looking long range on this, um, I know that, again, you guys are, are absolutely huge and you're all over the world. Um, I've read articles from your managing partner who's saying there's no big rush to get people back into the offices. What are you seeing as as some of the long-term effects and changes that are going to come out the other side of, of our experience with this worldwide pandemic? Well, I'll say a few things and then, you know, in like a, a month, you can tell me I was totally wrong, right? right. I mean, everyone's right. kind of, it's all shifting in real time, but I think, you know, I think that's honestly one of the silver linings. So, I mean, there's a few things, right? I mean, to state the obvious, I think the current crisis is expediting and it's going to continue to expedite innovation in the industry, um, like from the micro level all the way up. Things are just happening really fast. There's a rethinking of, you know, nearly every old way of doing things out of necessity. And that's turning some of the most stalwart skeptics <laughs> into believers. I mean, just as one example, online court hearings, um, you know, it's long advocated for, but, you know, I mean, there was just never budget or resources or inclination to implement, despite overwhelming evidence of the benefits of that efficiency and to access to justice are now becoming the norm in lots of places. And I really don't see that rolling back, at least entirely. The other thing I've been thinking a lot about is this entrepreneurial mindset um, and how critical it is to modernize and innovate in the legal industry. So, I mean, inherent in this mindset are really things like seeking out diverse perspectives um, and the drive to iterate, try, fail, learn from it, repeat until you reach success, and then build on that success in a cycle. So first and foremost, I mean, I'm optimistic that this experience is showing everybody how critical it is 
to, uh, critical to success it is to have diverse teams. I mean, we just we cannot win without them. The other thing is, you know, innovation, you know, it requires experimentation. And I think there's an opening right now for lawyers to do more experimentation with new tools and processes, like with this psychological safety to do so. I mean, they're, they're being forced to try out all these new methods and technologies. And in a way, they kind of have a get out of jail free card uh, because no one's expecting them to know how to do it perfectly. Yeah. So they may have, you know, some leeway to try experiment, try and fail sort of without judgment or with less judgment um, from their superiors. You know, even though the lawyer brain is supposedly this fixed mindset, um, now they have the space and, and a good reason an excuse (laughs) to try and this, you know, this psychological safety to do so. So, I mean, I feel like the legal, despite the legal professions constraints have really, they've traditionally not made any room for this, nor for even supporting or seeing the value in other people experimenting um, around them, even if they're not doing it themselves, you know, but I'm really hoping there will be, you know, at least for some, a real shift in outlook that's going to make more folks open to experimenting and thus, you know, paving the way for real, um, innovation and transformation. Well, Maya, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. It's, it's good to catch up. It's always good to catch up with you, Greg. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks again to Maya Markovich for joining me. Remember, we may all be in seclusion, but we're in this together. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Glambert. In Seclusion is produced by Janice Anderson. The music is from Jerry David DeSica. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>